listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. So glad to be with you again this week. Let me first thank you so much for uh, tuning in weekly to hear our podcast, to listen, to allow us to add value to you as a leader. Uh, Thank you for following us on social media at Rodney R. Payne on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Listen, if you're listening, I want you liking, subscribing, and sharing. And if you do me a big favor and give us a rating, we would certainly appreciate it. You know you get this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And we are now a part of the iHeartRadio family, so we are just excited to to experience continued growth with the podcast. Got a couple of things going on that I want to make sure that you take advantage of. Listen, this week, I need you to, to, to go to our social media, Rodney R. Payne, and we have a course, Growing Yourself to Grow Your Business. It starts next week. It's $497, and you will get six weeks of intense coaching and training uh, in a group limited to 10 or less. It'll be almost one-on-one teaching, coaching, and training. You want to get this resource. I'm telling you, if you will go ahead and get there, get registered for that class today, you can find that link on our social media, also on our website. We want to add value to you, and I want to get this course filled up. We're, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time, six weeks that will transform you. It will help you end this year going into your fourth quarter strong and be ready for 2021. We've got so much to look forward to in the upcoming year. And then a little bit further down the road, on October 9th, we have an opportunity to be a part of the Live to Lead experience. We've got some great speakers, a great lineup for you. And listen, it's from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Central Time, simulcast, completely virtual, in a private room. We'll have interactive chat. We'll have prizes. We'll have breakout sessions. We'll have great speakers anchored by none other than John C. Maxwell. We're going to have Craig Groeschel, the number one leadership podcast in the United States. And we're also going to have Steve Harvey. It's going to be amazing. You want to get registered for that. Again, it's only $79. You won't find that price any cheaper. And we've got some great bonuses we're adding to you uh, to that day for you. So you want to get registered. So let me take a few minutes, hop into today's topic and see what we can do. Again, I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you so much for being here today. I want to talk about finding another gear finding another gear. What what I find in leadership when we have challenges like 2020, when we have COVID-19, we have a financial crisis, when we have uh, economic struggles, when we have racial tension, there are so many things going on. We've got displaced uh, work uh, staff, work, work, workforces. We've got shelter in place. We've got unemployment. We've got an unstable economy. There are so many things 
that seem to be coming against the leader and even more at a micro look, the entrepreneur. There are so many challenges that are going on right now, but I believe that what you do in this season will determine your success going forward. So I know that as you look at everything that's on the horizon, it can get tiring. I know that when we first started the COVID experience, it hit out of nowhere uh, seemingly, and we had to figure out what to do. Well, then we figured out what to do, and then we got a new normal, and we kind of relaxed in. And then at some point, you just get tired of going through this. But as a leader, I want to encourage you to find another gear. That's right. You've got to find a way to keep yourself going, to keep pushing, keep pressing, and keep fighting through. I know it's difficult. I know that there are challenges, that unprecedented challenges, challenges that we've never seen before. But leaders find a way. Leaders are looking beyond the struggle. There are more uh, companies that are finding mega success during this season, even in spite of the global pandemic. So how do you really find another gear. First, let me tell you what another gear is. Another gear is there, there was a, I, I played football as, as a young man, I played from probably ages eight to 18. And, and, and I played with a guy who was a running back and he was really, really fast. And, and, and it seemed like that he was so fast that he would get through the hole. But then when people would chase him down, they would almost catch him. And just about the time they thought they had him, he would find another gear. He would kick in and press through, and he would separate himself from his competition because he had another gear. I remember as a young man working on a truck with my father. We had a landscaping business, and we would be out working. My father was an entrepreneur, and we'd be working, and we'd work sun up to sundown. And the longer the day went, the more the sun would drain you, the more tired you would get. But nearing the end of the day, my dad would call it the fourth quarter. And he'd say, son, we have to dig in now. We're almost done. Dark's about to catch us, but we've got to dig in. We've got to find another gear. We've got to press in just a little bit more to get to our goal. And that's what I want you to do is I want to encourage you to find another gear. But if you're going to find another gear, you got to do a few things. Number one is you got to fight fatigue. You are going to get tired. You are going to get weary. Uh, you are going to push yourself uh, physically, mentally, emotionally. You are going to have to fight fatigue. And fighting fatigue is not always a responsive situation. In other words, you don't just fight fatigue when you're tired. To win the fight against fatigue, you've got to make sure you prepare in advance. Uh, one of the things that I, I've learned as I've gotten older is that you've got to take care of your body in order for your body to take care of you. You've got to take care of your mind in order for your mind to take care of you. So it's what you put in when you're not fatigued that will give you what you need to get through when fatigue sets in. So you've got to take care of yourself, proper diet, proper exercise, proper reading, proper intake of information. All of these things help you that when you're settling in and it's becoming the fourth quarter in this situation, you will find another gear and you'll have something to draw on because of the investment that you've already made. You can never underestimate the power of investing in advance. You have to make sure that every situation is not a reactive situation. 
As a leader, you have to expect that you're going to get tired. One of the things I like about people who run marathons, and that is not me, and I don't foresee it ever being me, but one of the things they do is they clock a certain number of miles per week, and they track their progress based on the number of miles they run. At some point, they're going to run many more miles in one week than one marathon will ever present to them. They, they know they have the 26.2 uh, miles to run for their marathon, but they clock more miles than that during a week. Why is that? That's so that they can prepare their bodies. They know that by their running during the week and putting miles on their training, they know that they're going to come up against something called the wall. They know that their body is going to want to quit. They know that their body is not going to want to go. But because they've been on the road, because they've been in training, because they've had to fight through the wall in preparation in a longer distance, in more miles during the week, what they found out is that when they hit that wall, they have trained themselves mentally. They've trained themselves Physically, they've trained themselves emotionally to fight through the fatigue. That's what we as leaders are going to have to do in order to find that other gear. You have to learn how to fight through fatigue. I know you're tired. You've got to focus. I know it's getting weary and you don't know when this is going to end, but you've got to stay focused, stay in there and fight through the fatigue. That's right. If you're going to find another gear, you're going to have to fight through fatigue. Uh, secondly, not only do you have to fight through fatigue, but you're going to have to learn how to deal with disappointment. One of the most challenging things in leading is that you are going to face disappointments. They're going to come. You're going to miss the bid. You're going to have an internal failure. You're going to have uh, a th something where you, you don't get it in on time, or sometimes you're going to lose by a close margin. Sometimes you'll feel like you've lost unfairly. But really, what you can count on is as a leader, you are going to face disappointment. You're going to think that you've gotten it all together and that you're going the right way and everything is working in your favor. And just at the last minute, you're going to find a very disappointing situation. If you are going to find another gear, you're going to have to learn how to deal with disappointment. Notice I'm saying deal with disappointment and not get over disappointment. Dealing with disappointment means that many times there, there are better, longer lasting lessons found wrapped up in the middle of your disappointment. But if you get over it so quickly, you didn't have time to learn the lesson. So I want you to begin to unpack your disappointments and find out that, that there are treasures and nuggets of lessons inside of disappointment that you will learn so that you can deal with this disappointment to prepare you for the next next uh, season in your leadership. You, you want to make sure that you don't waste disappointments. Don't have disappointments that lead to uh, disengaged leadership. Don't have disappointments that lead you to doubting yourself. Don't have disappointments that really disrupt your everyday flow. I want you to, when you face a disappointment, and if you're going to be a leader, you will face disappointments, my friend. I want you to learn how to deal with them, unpack them, get the lessons out of them so that you don't have a disappointments that become repeat offenders 
in your life. So many times we face the same disappointments over and over again, and we charge it to fate, or we charge it to Murphy's Law, or we just say that's just the way it is. Well, if we take time to deal with, unpack, dig in, understand, dissect what happened in that disappointment, what caused the disappointment, how did we end up here, what is the lesson we're supposed to learn here, what can we take from here, then we find ourselves dealing effectively with disappointment, which will allow us to then find another gear. We can't get to the next level when we're dragging disappointment behind us. Disappointment can't be like the parachute behind the the race car that, that puts drag on the car to slow it down. So we have to deal with it so that we can cut the ties of the disappointment, learn the lesson, employ a strategy, and move on in another gear. That's right. I want you to look at this thing as as disappointment is nothing more than an advanced school lesson. Disappointment is nothing more than an accelerated academic program. It's going to help us to overcome, and we're going to learn from it. We're going to deal with it. We're not going to get over it. We're going to grow through it. So not only, if you're going to find another gear, not only do you have to face fatigue, really, you got to deal with this fatigue thing, but then you got to deal with disappointment. But then, um, you know, you, you have to learn how to mend your bad breaks. <laughs> I, 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 this is kind of a deeper dive in the disappointment. Um, one, one thing that happens when you have what we call a bad break, a bad break is like the ball just didn't bounce your way. Uh, it, it just didn't fall your way this time. It's, it, it's when you didn't get the job or you didn't get the contract, but they said all these glaring things about you as if you should have gotten it. Uh, but they, you know, you were right there. Don't be discouraged. Hang in there. And so what you end up having is a, is a bad break. You were really, really good, but we just had this other candidate who was just a little better and had more experience, a bad break. You, you have all of these different bad breaks, and, and bad breaks lead to disappointment. Bad breaks can lead uh, to what I call negative momentum. So when you have a bad break, it seems like bad breaks are contain- contagious. I mentioned earlier Murphy's Law, whatever can go wrong will go wrong. If it ain't one thing, it's another. You know how that works. But I want you to understand that as a leader, you have to learn how to stop the negative momentum. You need to learn how to stop the snowball from rolling downhill in a negative fashion. It's one thing to pick up good momentum, but momentum works both ways. So I want you to learn that if you're going to find another gear, you're going to have to stop the negative. And that starts with perspective and thinking, how you see it, How you view it and how you think about it determines how it impacts you. It's not so much the circumstance. It's not so much the break. It's how you view it. If you take the break as an indictment on your abilities, then you lose confidence. And now you stop even bidding on jobs because you have allowed this negative momentum to to get into your head and your thought space and your perspective. So If you're thinking that I can't hire the right team, I can't get the right people around me, it's always wrong. These Every time we're almost there, they take the job and they quit or whatever happens. So you begin to have negative occurrence after negative occurrence after negative occurrence. And so what happens is you build this negative momentum. You have to think your way out of that. Uh, You have to be a thinker. Uh, Leaders are strategic and they think. 
think. So even though I'm disappointed, even though it's a setback, even though it feels like it's one too many setbacks, I've got to go in and assess my process, evaluate myself, be accountable, own my part in the process. Sometimes it's simply what we're not doing well. It's simply as a leader, I don't know myself well enough to do the very best I can. So it, it comes back to investing in myself to make better decisions. And sometimes what looks like a bad break ends up being the best thing that could have happened to you. Have you ever not gotten the contract that put your competitor out of business because the contract was so hard and the and the vendor was so difficult to deal with that 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 your 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 competitor couldn't even fulfill the the contract? See, sometimes when when you miss something, sometimes when you think it's a setback, sometimes when you think it's a bad break, what's really happening is is it's not the right time or the right deal for you. And it you end up being in a better position for having not gotten it. Think about the things that you can only see posthumously. You can only see them after you don't have them that they weren't good for you. But there was a time when you were in deep pursuit of them. And when you didn't get it, you felt like it was a bad break when really it was just setting you up for super success going forward. So we've got to learn how to, uh, if we're going to really find another gear, we've got to make these bad breaks. We've got to change them, stop the momentum uh, of negativity and produce positive results through intentionality. We've got to find another gear in our creativity. We've got to find another gear in our, th in our authenticity. We cannot be a copycat. We cannot look at what everyone else is doing and do what everyone else is doing. We must be diligent in our efforts and our research and, and, and don't wait for a break to come to you. Go in and make your own break. Go in and make your own space. Go in and, and, and specialize in what you do. Stop trying to be everything to everybody. Figure out what it is you do. Do it well, knowing that no one else can do it like you, and trust that process, and don't worry about bad breaks, but focus on putting yourself into good situations. The thing about in baseball, for instance, baseball, if you bat 300, uh, you are a wonderful player. That means that you get it right three out of 10 times. That's really all that means. And in any other industry, 30% would be considered a failure. In baseball, it's amazing. Why? Because the difficulty of what you're doing is really, really, it's hard and, and not everybody can do it. And so everyone recognizes that. But when we measure ourselves and our business against someone else, we tend to overly criticize ourselves for not achieving what we think greatness or success might look like. Listen, go bat 300 and watch your business turn around and make your own breaks. Don't settle for bad breaks. And then and then finally, my friends, if you're going to find that other gear, what it takes is simply resolve. You're going to have to rely on resolve, period, end of discussion. You've got to make up your mind to fortify yourself and not look for external motivation, not look for cheerleaders, not look for people to celebrate you and decide within yourself that you will move forward. I am going to fight through the fatigue. I am going to deal with this disappointment. I'm not going to be concerned about another bad break. I'm going to stop negative momentum, change my thinking, and I am going to resolve uh, I'm going to resolve to win. I'm going to rely on my resolve. I'm going to make up my mind that I am going to go through it. I was out exercising recently and I did not want to go. I know you've never been there, but I just did not want to go. 
And so I had decided that I would walk instead of jog because I just didn't feel like it. But I know I need the jog. I know my body needs that. That's what helps with my energy. It helps with my me staying in and my mind being alert. So I pushed myself to start running. But once I started running, once I made up my mind to run, then I decided, well, since I'm running, I may as well get the most out of it. So then I pushed myself. I got tired in the first quarter mile, but I kept pushing myself. I Not only did I not quit, but I resolved that I was going to run a very good time for myself to get where I wanted to be. So now it became not competing against the lower goals that I had set for myself, but I began to compete against my own fatigue. I wanted to see how fast I could run three miles. I ran as hard as I could regardless of what the time. I didn't look at my watch. I didn't check my time because I was relying on my resolve that I was going to finish and finish ahead of schedule. I did not look. I did not measure. I did not check. I simply just kept on running. When my body said no, my mind said yes, fight through it. We fought through the wall and I had one of the best times I've had uh, in recent months of running as a part of my cardiovascular exercise. What am I trying to say? You have to find another gear if you want the success you say you want. If you have to find another gear, if you truly want to be the entrepreneur you say you want to be, you have to find another gear if you want to live at the level you want to live. It's up to you to find another gear. Fight that fatigue. Deal with disappointment. Uh, Don't worry about those bad breaks and rely on resolve. I am your coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you so much for joining us this week week on Speaking with One Voice, don't forget, check us out on our website, onevoiceinc.org, O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C.org, or on our social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne, and make sure that you get signed up for our course that we have coming up next week. You want to get signed up? It's a, a deal at only $497. What is it? It's growing yourself to grow your business. We will teach you how to find another gear and grow your business. It's a one to 10 ratio, small group. You can do this. Get signed up and don't forget, Live to Lead, October 9th, 2020. Great event, virtual event. You can find information on our pages and you can register that. Get your ticket for $79. Got good news for you. If you sign up today, whenever you sign up, there is already bonus content available to grow you as a leader from Marcus Buckingham, from Rachel Hollis. There are other things out there. You can get that right now. So listen, thank you again for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you next week right here on Speaking With One Voice. It is your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Let's keep growing together and make it a great week. Listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would rate and subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.